0: you watch the whole uprising game mike that you could see when you got home
1: i got home and i took a nap and i woke up the game was already over
0: yeah I was i was they didn't play bad it was just very
2: swift defeat
3: unfortunately shocker
2: shut up todd todd, todd wants the competitive overwatch to
0: fail so so badly or just the I uprising
3: tried. I have zero interest in ever playing Overwatch again. I will play if we play, but I literally have zero interest in ever playing. You Overwatch. are crazy.
0: I don't understand yeah. this like full 180 with you where.
3: Well, listen, the first two years we played it were fun. OK, when we got together and then after that, but even then when we played it, we were like just disappointed half the time. We would either break even or maybe win a game or two. And it's I don't think I like playing games like that, like that, where it's just like so wildly inconsistent i've just come to that conclusion i just that's why i don't think i'd like valorant i feel like i'd be in the exact same boat in that game where i'd just be bouncing up and down but you tell me matches last like 45 minutes and that's just a huge turnoff for me on that game. yeah
0: i mean overwatch matches can go up to like half an hour sometimes it's not like no, it's anything yeah. anything new but i don't play ranked in valorant i just play unrated and i only no. really play with with uh jesse and like his group of people so it's usually like a full squad so i don't have to deal with random people which is fantastic because I'm sure it's not I'm sure it's just as if not more toxic than overwatches yeah so,
3: I've, I've, I've heard some things <laughs> yeah
0: I'm I'm uh, I'm all set I have solo queued a few times just because the season is almost over and I want to finish the battle pass Um, because I'm right near the end of it and a few times I just mute everybody I'm like nope don't need to hear what anybody's saying don't need to see as <laughs> that's, that's the other thing too that's like different from console games is that the other team can like text chat across teams so it's like a lot of times that text chat is just nope don't need to hear or read any of this like just don't need to see it and you can just mute it very easily so um yeah there's that so last night i couldn't sleep at all which is shocker nothing new but i tried to go to bed at a more reasonable hour for me and I was like, I'm a little too tired to play a game. I'll just like throw something on. So I watched Chef again last night. That movie's phenomenal. Like, I see, I see, see Morgan. I see Todd shaking their head. Yes, Mike, have you not watched that movie? Top
3: three favorite.
0: You gotta watch watch that movie, Mike. That might end up being a pick of mine or or in the future because that movie is so good. Like,
3: it's in my top three favorite movies of all time. Definitely. It's just a really playbook and
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just a really good, like, feel good movie. Like, I, you know, yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah. it's not like it a perfect really movie, in in, you know, or this like, I don't know, maybe it is a masterpiece. I have no idea, I, but it's. I
3: a, think it is a perfect movie.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty great, and I watched it again last night. There's a few, you know, things, lines of dialogue that might be a little, you know, kind of whatever at this point, but for the most part, the movie is really still really good. Um, I think it's just a good celebration of like both sides of the plate: people cooking and the people that you know dine out. I think it's really good. Uh. We I can think movie that movie,
3: that. it resonates more probably with us, too, working in restaurants as long as we did. And, yeah, know, just...
0: yeah, of course. I think that's part of the, the appeal to me is that, like, it's, yeah. it's a movie that, you know, kind of we,
3: we, we makes you, you know? think
0: about a lot of that stuff. But I think, you know, yeah. people that didn't work in restaurants, I think, can also get a Absolutely. lot from that, from that film. But anyways, welcome, everyone to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Overwatch too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely, I forgot, was it Saturday? I don't even know what day it is. It's Saturday. This lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai
2: himself, Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Uh, hmm. How can I filibuster this?
1: Mm. Uh, i might actually hem and haw for the next 45 minutes yeah we're gonna we're I'm gonna cool move with that. we're cool. <laughs> gonna move
0: right along then to the monster hunter todd gary todd how are you doing tonight
3: i'm good fully vaxxed you know ready to you know
1: start living my life a little bit more fully vaxxed ready to relax
0: i'm i'm jealous uh, that you didn't have any seemingly really any symptoms from getting this either um, shot that's it's lucky. I feel like that I feel like that's you're you're in the minority with that,
3: right? The Pfizer fam, apparently. Amanda didn't even Amanda didn't even have any reactions to the first shot. Her arm didn't even hurt. My arm doesn't even hurt the second shot, and I heard everyone say their arm was really sore too. So we'll see. my
0: my arm was was I, I mean I was just destroyed in general after the first shot. So hopefully I'm fingers crossed that next week when I get my second dose that it's not going to be as bad as the first one was. The, the first right. shot for me. Was like legitimately felt like I had COVID again, and it was horrible. It was it was a very rough night. I, I I don't want to relive any of those moments.
3: Well, you told me that, so that's what I was bracing for on the second shot. I was like, I'm going to get yeah. chills. when, when
0: you said break. you had both of the kids, like you were supposed to have both. Well, you had both of the kids today. I was like, that's going to be a rough yeah, day nervous. for you.
2: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> so I'm glad that 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 shook out a different way for you. And right. rounding us out for the first time, joining us all the way over from Prima Games. You may have seen them on multiple PAX panels that we've done together. You may have seen them shouting and touting everything there is about indie games across the internet or Tetris. The one and only Morgan Shaver. Morgan, how are you doing tonight?
4: I am very good. I came prepared with the shirt. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready to talk. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me on. This is exciting.
0: Yeah, this is, I feel like this is, this has been a, a, a matchup that I've been waiting to do for far too long. We should have had you on much sooner, but I'm really happy that we get to do this now because, uh, I mean, there's a lot of great indies out, There's a lot of great indie news lately and who better to have on than you. <laughs> but for those out there who may not listening, that may not know who you are or what you do. Why don't you let them know a little bit about yourself?
4: Um, yeah. So currently, I'm the editor in chief over at Prima Games. Um, for that, I was doing some writing for Indie Obscura, um, All Gamers, stuff like that. And I am the community manager for Tetris.
0: Hell yeah. Got <laughs>
4: it. Yeah. Those things.
0: <laughs> Are you still playing Tetris 99 often?
4: Every night.
0: <laughs> i i i wonder if i've ever like got dropped into a match with you and have just been obliterated
4: i don't know maybe because my son also plays on my account so okay <laughs> the number of hours on the switch is just insane at this point because if i'm not playing then he's trying to play so it's it's yeah yeah chance.
0: is he is he good at tetris or is he just messing around
4: yeah, he's not. he thinks the objective is to get all of the pieces to the top of fastest. So he'll just hard drop all of them to get to the top, and he thinks it's funny because I'll try to like show him. And I think now at this point, it's a joke for him that mm-hmm. like he knows now. I think that it's not supposed to do that, but that's just that's just fun. So that's too
0: funny. Yeah. <laughs> what well, What else? What else does uh, does he play, or do you let him play?
4: Um. Yeah. So he's been really into Mario lately. He's been trying to learn all of the Mario games. He's actually doing really well. But I think that, because before he was playing Sonic, so I think maybe that helped him a little bit with like the platforming elements. Mm-hmm. Um, very good at Sonic, he bought, he beat the boss of Green Hill Zone, which I I don't know how he did that. He won't let me teach him anything, so he just, I guess, repetition mm-hmm. goes through it. Um, yeah, very impressed. I, I love just seeing him like explore new games and this kind of stuff, because it's just totally his thing. That's just what he loves to do, and I don't know. I'm very supportive <laughs> that's great that's fantastic yeah.
0: does i i think it's intra- it's like fascinating to me because like Todd has two two young sons and I have a young nephew and like my nephew is i think he's seven now and he's like obsessed with he'll watch people play games on youtube um and won't necessarily play those games himself but he'll just watch other people play them and it's it's weird that he loves Mario th- thankfully because that's like I would be kind of heartbroken if he didn't. Um but he loves Mario but he also like is really into Five Nights at Freddy's and Minecraft and Fortnite which you know Minecraft and Fortnite I get. The Five Nights at Freddy's thing I don't
2: understand.
0: <laughs> um but uh does does your does your son have any interest in like some of those more uh like broader appeal games that all the kids are playing like like minecraft or or Fortnite.
4: um i have tried to show him minecraft i think he's still kind of like getting used to things he's he's three right now
0: oh is that he's super young very
4: yeah he's very good with video games mm-hmm. um and so it's kind of been like a almost like a tool for therapy that we've been using for him because he is uh non but he will like try to do we're teaching him sign language so mm-hmm. he'll do that for that or um, he's also in occupational therapy. And so the motor skills, it's been really helpful. Oh, and so great. we're just kind of using his love for that already to kind of mix it in with that. Um, but he's very picky, he'll like pick a couple of things and he'll just obsessively play through those things until he like masters it and then he'll move mm-hmm. on to something else. So he's not really super into Minecraft. I think it's maybe a little bit too much for him at this point. He's I mean, too much for me at this play. point.
2: <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, you know what happened with me. I mean, I lost my son's house three times in that game. We had to make three different houses, and then I had to bring Brendan into the game to find where our house was. You
4: know?
0: <laughs> yeah, we were, we were walking around for a long time looking for where that was.
4: <laughs> yeah, he he does watch other people play some games on YouTube. He likes watching people play driving games like Forza. He just <laughs> likes oh, cool. to just watch people drive. Through, I think maybe that's like relaxing to him. So that's kind of what he'll watch. But um, for the most part, yeah, he'll just kind of like get into like one or two games. For a long time, he was doing Animal Crossing on my island and destroying, everything. <laughs> you know, like getting a shovel and just there's like a million holes all across my island or getting an axe and then all of my trees are gone, which is fine. I think it's adorable. <laughs> it's totally like if he wants to go run around and play through that, that is mm-hmm. great. But yeah, he I, I, yeah. I gave my son my
3: 3DS because I'm like, you're not touching my, 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 <laughs> my,
4: my, uh, at
1: all. Uh, yeah. That's fantastic. I need to get him
4: into Indies. I try to get him into Cozy Grove, and he got into it a little bit, but I think it's, like, another one of those, like, I have to teach him or he needs to, like, learn it. Because mm-hmm. he, like, tries to think it's the same as Animal Crossing a little bit with the same buttons, and it's a little different. Like, the fishing, you need to use the trigger instead of just pushing the button. So mm-hmm. It's like that kind of stuff, but yeah, he has checked that out and he likes, he likes it. I think he just doesn't know what to do like the objectives. Mm-hmm. So
0: I can't wait for him to get to that rebellious age where he decides <laughs> that he's going to not play any indies simply because of how many <laughs> indies you play. That's going to be uh,
4: like a good time. Like mom, I hate Tetris. So I'll be like
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: T- Todd's son Liam uh, he's obsessed with like boss bosses like he's obsessed with games that have big bosses
3: yeah he's like obsessed with watching me play monster hunter right now he just wants to watch that non-stop but he like he, he just wants to fight bowser over and over again that's all he cares about the mario games he just all he wants to, or the the broodlings or whatever they're called he, that's all he wants to do is watch that stuff or play it yeah.
0: yeah have you have you let him try cuphead i know he's been asking to play cuphead
3: no, I probably should, but I think that would be a disaster. But, you know, yeah. I mean, you uh, can go nuts on it, but I'm sure he gets very frustrated when he can't beat it. And then he asked me to do it. And he's like, I can't do it on Cuphead. So it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's
0: no way, you know. Well, that was, like, pre-pandemic. pre My nephew, last time he was over, he kept begging to play Cuphead. And I'm like, first of all, I don't know how you know what this game is. And second of all, I, no, because it's just going to be me being the game, and I don't want to have to do that right now. Um, I was like, let's just play Mario. It's, it's no, 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 I don't want to play Mario. I want to play Cuphead. I'm like, I'm telling you, you, it looks good. It looks cool. It looks cute, but you really don't want to play this game, I promise you. It was uh, It was not Not a fun time. I'll tell you that. I will not play Cuphead with him again until he's older. Because, no. Just, just, (laughs)
2: um,
0: but anyways, before we get into tonight's topics, a few housekeeping things, uh, this episode of the past controller podcast is sponsored by our good friends at goodnight fatty. Uh, if you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North shore of Massachusetts, and you want something fresh, something tasty, something hot out of the oven, you can head on down to one Washington square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at goodnight fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. Uh, The PTC Movie Club for April is almost over because the month is almost over. So if you want to listen to us talk about The Big Sick, we will be talking about that next week on the last episode of the month. So definitely uh, it's on Amazon Prime right now. If you have that and want to stream it or if you want to pick it up or rent it somewhere, check out The Big Sick. And we'll be talking about that on the next episode. And the last bit of housekeeping is... I just put up my written review for Contractors VR, so if you have any interest in that VR shooter, definitely go check out my review over at pastcontroller.io. But that will bring us right into uh, tonight's main topics. Well, I guess we'll kick things off with what have we been playing, and I don't know, uh, Mike, if you've been playing anything different or kind of just the same old stuff.
1: Same old stuff, if I play anything at all.
2: Have you downloaded any new Beat Saber songs?
1: Uh, No, I don't think I did. And I think I went to the site and it changed and it confused me. I was like, I don't know what's going on anymore. So I have to revisit that at some point.
0: I still haven't even attempted to put custom songs because I'm I'm a scared person.
1: I don't see you doing that in the near future. But
0: I've been like digging in really deep into the BTS music pack on there and I'm getting Really, really fucking good at some of those songs, Mike. Like, I'm coming for your scores.
1: I don't remember what my scores are anymore. They're the highest
0: of anyone on my friends list. You're always the highest. So there's I like two probably... songs that I ha- I'm higher than you on. Not BTS. Other songs. Um,
1: but. Are they all expert or expert plus?
0: I, I don't play expert plus. I do expert, but I turn the speed up. Yep. Yeah. If right. I turn the speed to normal, I could probably do expert plus. But I'd rather the speed be faster.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. I... At, again, at some point, I do have to update Beat Saber. And when I do, for maybe like a brief period of time, I will look at those songs again.
0: They're good. The, the beat maps are fun. What about you, Todd? Have you been playing anything different?
3: Uh, just, you know, continuing with Monster Hunter. I sent you my pictures yesterday. <laughs> like how much time I've already dumped into that yeah, game. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, uh, and then uh, I started the longing today. Um, it was on the last Nindy Direct. Yeah, uh, the Indie World Direct. It's, yeah, it's, it's you, it, it plays out in real time. It's 400 days. Um, your king or guy, um, your god, wants you to just wait for 400 days, basically. Um, so today was like the first day I started playing it because I meant to get it a while ago, but Monster Hunter Rises just took over my life. But uh, it seems really cool so far. So I'm excited to just, uh, you know, put a little like, like 15, 20 minutes into the day and see how the game plays out.
0: What what do you um, do when you play? Like, what what is the task? So other than waiting? the
3: first thing I did was I sat down and read a book. Um, and yeah, it's like you can pick what book you want to read. I, I was I saw some people talking about it and they were saying, like, you have to cross this water, but you have to wait for a couple of days for things to change in the underground. And it's cool, man. It's, it seems like there's a lot to it. It's more you control the guy, but it's almost point and click in some ways uh okay. but i'm totally i'm totally down with it the art style is really cool the whole concept of the game seems really cool um yeah I'm, I'm excited to you know see how it unravels a little bit
2: is the
0: is it the only option to play it in real time like you have to actually wait 400 I days don't,
3: i don't believe so i think there's ways of seeing where it goes without that um i doubt i will do that but i mean you know who knows we'll see what happens interesting yeah what, it's definitely different.
0: what about you morgan what have, what have you been playing
4: um a little bit of everything so always tetris always tetris i become also addicted to fortnite i don't know how that happened but you know I, Um.
0: i i hear that when you are for tetris for you is it always tetris 99 or do you play around in other tetris games
4: um. Sometimes I'll go back and forth with like. There's Tetris Effect, which I have that's on hilarious. Xbox, and I really enjoy. Like, uh, I checked out the multiplayer mode recently, and that was kind of cool. And then, um, like those like different modes, like the Purified mode, where you're just clearing like the purple blocks or whatever. I just find mm-hmm. that really relaxing. So sometimes I'll do that. Um. And then Puyo Puyo Tetris too. I have, and I'm kind of working through the story still. It's like, yeah, I don't. I'm not very good at Puyo Puyo. That's I'm like, not either. Yeah, <laughs> that's the struggle um but yeah it's mostly tetris 99 like if i'm just gonna play like a game or two you know just to get it out of the way i I like it as like almost like practice because i really want to like be good at the game and i feel like i I, i'll see clips when i'm like doing social media for tetris of other people like you remember big cheese Mm -hmm, of course yeah yeah. like his clips are just amazing and i'm just like oh i need to get that (laughs) (laughs) good
3: Uh, Dude, those clips discouraged me from playing Tetris 99. I'm like, <laughs> I will never be that good. I was, I, I, because I, I love the game, but I, I'm just like, I watch some like highlights from people who are really good at the game. And I'm like, how, how do you, how do you do that? You know,
0: yeah, I, it doesn't yeah, work
2: practice. like that. I'm, yeah. I'm
0: at, yeah, practice. I'm at like a, my plateau of Tetris, I think. Like, I'm good, but not great. But I love Tetris. And Tetris Effect is like, such so a, good. such a perfect game. It's, the music is so good. The, just, being in that game, the environment in there is just very different for Tetris. And I, I love it.
4: That's yeah, a beautiful game. Love that game.
0: It's fantastic.
4: Um, besides Tetris, um, the beta for Chivalry 2, very much looking forward to release of that game. Huge Chivalry fan. Um, and Indies, I've been playing just a bunch of Indies, like the ones that I can play that are out right now. Like I've done some interviews with some people like Darkside Detective kind of games but everything i'm just bouncing between everything (laughs) yeah
0: just a whole a cavalcade of games for for me right now i've been i've been kind of in a weird spot um i've been going back to a game called wilmot's warehouse uh which is on xbox game pass right now and it's just a very relaxing game to me like i've been playing that almost every night the last like two weeks um it's just it's just a very, I, I don't know if you're familiar with this game, Morgan. Um,
4: it sounds familiar. I don't think I've played it yet. And so I'm going to add that to my list because I want to check it out.
0: <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to think, it's, I don't know if it's, it's really good in a game. It's really good. Yeah. It's, it's, it might be on uh Xbox game pass on PC as well. I'm not sure if it is, but I know it's on console game pass, but it's, uh, it's basically, you know, very, very, you know, low low. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. It's just very like minimalistic in its graphic design. Like it's like little squares. You're just a little square. Um, Finji, Jesse in the chat said he thinks it's Finji. He might be right. Um, But it's just it's very relaxing but also chaotic at the same time which I kind of get like calming vibes from stuff like that. Like Tetris 99 is not a calm game but I can play that game at night and relax. Um, So like Wilmot's Warehouse is not the same, but it has like a little bit of pressure in certain sections. Basically you have a warehouse, you get a delivery, you have to put everything away, but you're on a timer to put everything away, how you want it. And there's no like rhyme or reason. You can kind of just put things and group things together, however you want. And then you'll have four different customers come in to buy stuff and you need to deliver to them what they want in a certain amount of time. And it's, you know, it's basically wherever you're organizing things. So it's like a whole game of organization and it's like a really good way for me to kind of just, I don't know. There's probably some like meta thing there with, with me and what I'm doing in this game and how it's like decompressing my mind or something, or the things that live within my head, who knows, but it's, it's very, very relaxing. I've been enjoying that lately. And then I've been playing a game on Oculus quest called swarm, which is a new VR game. I think it, is exclusive to Oculus. I'm not sure if it's on uh Steam or PC VR headsets, but it's basically um this game where you are you have grapple hooks in both hands and guns in both hands and you're swinging around just trying to shoot these like alien invaders like, you know, just a bunch of moving targets and the the locomotion in the game, you are flying around and like going up and down and like zipping around so fast at points, but it's one of the smoothest VR experiences where I at no point feel nauseous or like feel disorienting, either, even though I'm like flipping around and physically moving, like spinning around a lot. Um, so I'm really enjoying that. I'm like halfway through that game. Um, I don't want to, I don't like much trying to marathon that and play that in big chunks. Cause I think then maybe things might get a little, little dicey, <laughs> but uh, I've been enjoying that a lot. I think it's a great, great VR experience. It's really cool. And then I've been working my way through Emily is away three, which I don't know if you've played any of those games, Morgan. I,
4: I have played them. They are amazing. Have
0: you yes. played three yet or no?
4: Oh, I need to
0: <laughs> it. uh, It's, it's so far really good. I, I think I'm still a little partial to one and two only because I think I have, I guess just more nostalgia for aim than I do for Facebook. Um, cause the third game takes place on, on Facebook or as, uh, Kyle Sealy named it face nook. um, but so far, it's it's really good. It kind of hits the same notes that Emily is Away 1 and 2 does. Um, it definitely transports you to that time, um, which I enjoy a lot, and it, you know, I I don't want to go too much into it, but I feel like Emily is Away 1 and 2, there were moments where it's like I feel like I've been in maybe these types of conversations before, or been in these like, been in these feelings before, and I th- feel like three is also kind of hitting some of those notes for me so I've been I've been enjoying it so far I've been not trying to rush through it because I want to kind of soak it all in as it's going because I'm assuming it's not that long of a game so I kind of want to eat it up while I'm sitting there but that's kind of what I have oh and uh, what the dub which is another indie game that is uh, made by the same wide right studios which is the same company that did a game called freedom finger um, which was like a a shoot 'em up that you played as a spaceship that was a middle finger. It was kind of funny. It, it, it had, like, a crazy story. It had, like, a hand-drawn art style. It was, it was really fun. I enjoyed that game a lot. But what the dub is, like, completely different from their previous game, um, which is, like, a more Jackbox-style party game where you're... They'll play clips of old movies or, or TV shows or whatever, and you'll... All the people playing will have to, like, dub in a part of the conversation with text that they write, and... I know I play, I played a few rounds with with Mike and Jesse um, and Jen, and there there was some shenanigans. There was some fun stuff. Mike went around because you can add sound effects too. Mike went around by just playing a fart sound effect because that caught us all <laughs> off guard and it was pretty funny. So uh, it's it's interesting. It's very cheap. I think it's only like eight dollars. But if if you're a fan of like Jackbox style games, I think this is a isn't
3: it on Game
0: Pass? Um, I don't know if it's on Game Pass. Uh, it could be. I'm not sure, but it's uh, it's pretty great. I think it's available on everything. I think it's on all the consoles as well as Steam, and and I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe not Stadia. I don't know what goes on Stadia. I couldn't tell you, Mike. When's the last time you turn on Stadia, Mike?
1: Uh, whenever I bought uh, Cyberpunk, I think. Wait, you bought
0: Cyberpunk on Stadia? Yes. If you told me that before, I don't remember that. Have you played it on Stadia?
1: Remember, I talked them into it on the on the on yeah. Remember, he remember Todd talked me into it, and then I got as far as I, I did not get very far. I made my character, and then I think you're supposed to steal a car. I don't think I ever stole the car, but I think I was on my way to wherever the so car like was five minutes Into the game, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Mike has barely played the game. Got it. Sounds sounds about right. Sounds sounds par for the course for you. Um, cool. So I. One of the things, Morgan, that we always ask our guests when they're on here for the first time, uh, which is just silly, unrelated to everything, but it kind of has just become a thing that we always do, is do you have a favorite fast food restaurant or chain? And it's totally fine if you don't or you don't eat fast food or you don't care. That's also fine. But this is just a dumb thing that we always ask our guests for some reason.
4: I do. I, you know, I have garbage taste in food. So my favorite is, like, I go to Burger King a lot. And a lot of people don't like Burger King. I don't know what it is. I just, just my kind of garbage. I don't know. And then Domino's. A lot of people don't like Domino's either. And that's also my kind
1: of garbage. Domino's get a lot of hate for some reason. Yeah, they both get a lot
0: of hate. But Domino's definitely does. I also am going to steal the, that's my kind of garbage line. Because that is, like, an amazing (laughs) tagline to apply to anything um (laughs) if you if you were gonna roll up to a burger king what would be your go-to order
4: um i usually i'm gonna go eat fast food i do eat a lot of it unfortunately um so i'll do like the double whopper and then just large everything i like i actually like their fries too which is weird because people also don't like their fries but i like that they're not super salty like I like McDonald's fries and stuff like that, but sometimes it's hard to eat a lot of them because they're just really salty. So the Burger mm. King ones are kind of, I don't know, maybe I just like because they're plain.
3: <laughs> I miss the old Burger King fries that were like, the, they were like, had the crispy coating on them a little bit. But it's, mm. it's funny because we were talking about this the other day and we were all like, no, Burger King sucks. And I never eat fast food. And I was just running around. It was like five o'clock and I still hadn't even eaten anything yet. And I'd stopped at a Burger King and I'm like fuck it I'm just going to get a burger. I actually thought the burger was pretty good for a fast food burger. I was actually surprised. I was like I thought I hated Burger King. So
0: <laughs> I I think I'm the only one out of the four of us that doesn't like Burger King. I think Mike likes Burger
2: King. Yeah.
0: Um I there was a point in time where I like back in high school where I would have probably put Burger King maybe as my top simply because mm. when they used to have the spicy tender crisp sandwich that was like in my opinion the best fast food chicken sandwich, like better than Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich, which I guess is probably my favorite spicy chicken sandwich from a fast food place now. But when that spicy chicken tender crisp was there, oh so good. We used to game the system too because we used to go to the go to the Burger King in the mall and we would ask for we would basically just order a bunch of whatever they're like cheaper chicken sandwiches and ask for a bunch of the spicy sauce on the side pack like the (laughs) little like packets or whatever. And eventually, they stopped giving them to us because we would go there far too often and just. Be I think like, they
1: just stopped giving them out. All in general. general, yeah. In general, they were just gone because we used to have them, and we used, we used to, to store them. them. We used to store them because we would get <laughs> uh, the dollar McChickens from McDonald's, and oh, then that's put the what sauce we did. Okay. On the McChickens, so that was what we were doing. But at some point, they stopped giving out the sauce. Like I don't know if they discontinued it or what. I never bothered revisiting it. it's it's something to look into at this point just be like hey do you guys do like spicy sauce anymore and packets
0: jesse's in the chat right now and he just said one time i went to a burger king and the person at the drive-thru told me they ran out of food i have never had that happen to me at a fast food place i i would be shocked if that happened at a fast food. i mean you go to mcdonald's late at night and you want like a shake or a mcflurry and you can never get one like that that i've experienced literally anytime um what what was the thing that we did, Mike? Two was it two years ago during the during the charity stream? Didn't we order like Chick fil A or, or some other fast food? We ordered and food They from, didn't yeah. come for like two hours, and then we never got the food.
1: Um, I forget if we never got the food. Basically, uh, we had ordered food, or I had ordered food from my phone on the app, and then I watched a guy like go and never pick it up, and then I watched the second guy go there. And he's like, yeah, I'm here, but the food is not here anymore. Someone already took the food and left with it. So you know, call Uber uh, or Grubhub, whatever I used and let them know what happened. And I'll just hang think around here. I it was here. DoorDash
0: because I've never used DoorDash since then. I think ever since that day, I was like, well, I will never use DoorDash again.
1: So then I had to go to them and then I think we ordered food from a different place. Um, But then maybe we I forget if we ever Got the Chick Fil A. I don't think we did. I think I no, got it, I, think it, I got reimbursed.
0: We we waited a long time to order something else because we were like maybe it's going to show up and it never did. That was a that was a rough 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 time waiting for that food to show up. I think we ended up getting Five Guys after. I think that's what happened.
1: No, yeah, that was um, it wasn't pleasant. We were too no, hungry.
0: It was not. It was very hungry boy. That was not a good time. Uh, I'm gonna have to go through. I feel like I feel like Morgan might be the first person to say Burger King as a guest. I, I'd have to go through. I, I feel like I'd remember having a Burger King discussion with a guest. If that, if that ever got brought up most of the time, I feel like people mention like stuff that's more regional um, that we don't have access to. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't think I think Burger King, I think you're the first Burger King stand, So you get to wear that where that BK crown right. probably
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
0: haven't I, I haven't had Burger King in a while. Maybe maybe I'll I'll cheat and have some have some fast food soon and I'll get some Burger King. Mm.
1: <laughs> I feel like you say that every once in a while and every single time you come back to me you're
0: like, "Mike, this fucking was garbage, man. I hate. Well, <laughs> the last time that I got fast food, I got McDonald's and I did it simply because I just wanted the the Pokémon cards i like wanted mm. to get some pokemon cards and it's like sure chicken nuggets whatever i don't care because you have to get a half meal to get them oh you know you're right mike i did i did order mcdonald's to try their spicy chicken nuggets when those first came out and i
1: was very disappointed
0: by those i thought they were very very
1: yeah they weren't great i didn't care for those
0: which is a shame did wendy's ever bring back their spicy chicken tenders
1: spicy chicken tenders
0: didn't they have Uh, spicy chicken tenders for a limited time I don't know I'm so out of the fast food game now Mike like we I feel like at this point we have to update the question because it's just I I don't eat fast food anymore because I'm you know Mr. Healthy now just stupid what an idiot right anyways I still eat garbage food I literally just ate a burrito like 10 minutes before we started (laughs) recording so um, there's that but since we have Morgan here um who's definitely someone who plays way more Indies than I do. Um, Do you have, or I guess what, what are your favorite Indies of the year so far since we're, you know, getting sort of towards the midway point of the year. Um, And I, I just, just by seeing what you have written up for um, Prima games and just talking about on Twitter and whatnot, I know you've played a lot of games that I haven't yet. So for the stuff that you've played, what is, what has been kind of your favorite so far for the year?
4: Um, yeah, I guess my favorite of all of them has been Before Your Eyes. I think I'm so, that jealous. I'm so jealous. I want to play it. <laughs> it's it's so good. It's it's really worth a play. Like I think it's it's right now. It's my game of the year. Like it's my oh, wow. top okay. spot.
3: It's only PC, mm-hmm. correct?
4: It's PC. Yeah. I think um, in the interview I did with them, they were thinking about like mobile, like the tablet with you know like webcam would work. Yeah. Um, but they haven't had like they're not going for it yet as far as i know but that would be cool but yeah right now it's pc
0: oh the Uh, game requires a camera
4: is it it Uh, it doesn't require it but it's the best way to play the game like because you control it with your blinking you can do it with just a mouse and just click but it kind of removes you from that experience of like trying to stay into a scene and then blinking and going oh god
0: (laughs) interesting that'd be a uh, good
3: vr game i feel like i feel like that'd be perfect for like the quest or something maybe yeah
0: i i don't know much about this game so kind of enlighten me at least todd seems to know about it i didn't know todd was apparently a big be behind your eyes before your eyes
4: Before your eyes yeah um so it's it's a pretty short game you can play it through in a single sitting and i would definitely recommend playing it just start to finish Mm -hmm. um and it's a it's a narrative game you play. So it's like you're in the afterlife, and you get fished out of the water by this wolf guy, and he wants to to like submit you like as a soul to like this gatekeeper, you know. And and if the gatekeeper likes you know the story that you tell or whatever, they'll let you in. And if they don't like it, I guess it's implied that you'll become a seagull. It's it's very interesting the like the the world this afterworld or afterlife, but. You start going through your life, like, you know, like life flashing before your eyes. You start like, you know, from being a baby to, you know, growing up and you tell a story and then you get about halfway and then there's like a twist, which I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a twist that comes halfway where, how do I not spoil it? Basically, he doesn't believe some of the things that you're saying. And then, so you go back in and it kind of expands from there. Um, and this game will make you cry (laughs) that is my disclaimer you might you you're gonna yeah it's emotional
0: i mean that's that's like a bonus points for me like i i i like when games make make me feel something that's like what what i strive for in in those types of experiences so that's maybe when i finish emily's way three maybe this is the next thing that i dive into because i definitely need something else because i'm i'm kind of at a there are a lot of indie games that i'm excited for this year and looking forward to and there's a lot of stuff that you know we we know about that we don't know if it's coming out this year or not um but for me like i don't really know what what i have next on the menu just because some of the things that i'm really excited for like she dreams elsewhere i'm wearing a she dreams elsewhere shirt right now um you know that uh, the last I looked hasn't had doesn't have a release date. I think I've heard rumblings of maybe the summertime, but um, I don't think it has an official release date just yet. But that's probably like one of the things I'm most looking forward to. Um, Twelve minutes is another big one that I'm really excited about, uh, but I still think that also doesn't have an official release date. But it's supposed to be this year. Yeah, it's um, been
3: very quiet on that. On that, we saw like that little preview, and we haven't. And then we heard about the cast, and I haven't seen anything from that since then.
0: Yeah, I think it might have. Shown up somewhere else recently, but I still think it just uh, was kind of like a it's coming soon, not like a it's coming in the fall or coming in, in during this window or whatever like that. Um, what other indie games are you excited about this year, Morgan?
4: Mm, I know that um, it's hard because like some of the indies that were indies are a little bit bigger now, like Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. In mm-hmm. my mind, I think of it as indie, but I feel like it's such a it's it's expanded out so much that it's like less indie. It's like coming to what PS5, like next gen consoles and stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool. I'm very excited for that. It looks cool. But um there were a couple others that I had written down that I'm pretty sure are coming this year. Um there's one called Eldest Souls. That one looks pretty cool. That
0: looks really good, yeah.
4: Yeah. There's another one called The Longest Road on Earth. I like the art style of it. I'm very intrigued by it. Oh, another one I wanted to mention. is just the indies that have come out. Mundon. I don't know if that's the right way to pronounce it, but that one has such a unique art style. That's another game I'd recommend. It's like a horror game um, okay. that came out.
0: Um, such a baby though. Like how horror is it? Like, yeah.
4: It's, it's more horror along the lines of, there was a, there was a feature that a freelancer submitted to Prima that I thought covered really well about art house horror. So it kind of along the lines of, um, it's like Midsommar, you know, it's not yeah, like I'm so, glad,
2: I'm so
3: glad that was your example because I've been trying to get him to watch that movie forever.
0: I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm too scared.
4: It's it's like there's no jump scare horror anything like that. It's more psychological or like the scene kind of expanding and just it, it's good. It's definitely not as scary as the other one. Oh, my God. My mind blanked from the Hereditary. same director. Hereditary. Yes, Hereditary. That one scared. <laughs> that one
0: did scare me. I hated. Me. I hated that movie. I did not like that movie. <laughs> that at that
4: all. was
3: my. That was my first pick for our movie. Uh, for the movie club thing, and uh, I wanted to make Brendan watch it because I know he doesn't like scary movies, and I want because I really, it's like that's like a top tier movie for me. I I absolutely love that movie, and I just wanted him to you know watch it, and he hated it. <laughs> it was
0: it was terrible. It was like I. I had that movie on on one monitor and then I was doing other stuff on the other monitor. So I'd go back and forth. Cause I was like, I don't want to fully pay attention. Like I was like, I had the, the audio on the whole time, but like, I don't want to fully look at all of these scenes. Like I don't need to see some of this stuff. Like I just don't need to see it. Um, ah. Yeah, no, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Horror. I can't, I can't do it. Like I played the medium at the beginning of the year and like, I, I like the game overall, but like there are certain parts of that even that I was just like, nope, don't want to be chased by this giant thing. I'm all set. Like, I was going to
4: say the chase scene. Yeah, that first chase scene where he starts coming after you, yeah, that sure. that was good.
0: And yeah. I died so many times because there was like one point where you had to like go a certain route. And I feel like I kept running into the wall or something like I, I kept like dying at that point. So I was like, I have to keep being chased by this thing. I just want this part to be over.
4: Yeah, that that was a tricky part. For sure, I remember when I was writing some of the walkthroughs for that game, that was definitely one where I wanted to make sure I like covered it like this way, this way, this way, Because yeah. <laughs> I got stuck on it as well, and I was like, "Oh my god,
0: <laughs> I think I think part of the issue was like the way the like the camera angle changed at that point made it like kind of difficult to hit that specific- I think it was left um, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't miss that part of the game at all,,
4: yes. yeah, for sure, I liked the medium though, I thought that the game was. Very good. It's so like a love or hate it game because I've heard both. I've heard people say, oh, I really, really loved it. And then on the flip side, I've, said, I've heard people say, oh, I really hated it. So yeah, it's interesting. I feel like if you like Silent Hill, you probably love that game. You know.
0: I I think it does a, re- a lot of really cool things. It Like for me, if it wasn't a, like a more horror themed game, I probably would have enjoyed it more. Just be- I like my, my displeasure with the game is like not because of the game, because of the theme, which I personally don't enjoy because I'm a big baby boy. Like I'm like flirting with the idea of like, do I want to get resident evil village? Like, do I want to play this game? But Mm. like when they, when they released that video of, I don't know how to say lady. I don't know how to say her name. Um, mistress skew. I have no idea. Um, like of her chasing Ethan. I'm like, nope, that's nightmare fuel. Like I'm all set. Like that'll, that will absolutely make me not be able to sleep for a week. Like I'm all set. I don't need that, that pressure in my life. I just don't need it. I think that's what it might mostly be for me. Like I, I don't, I'm not like a big gory fan, but it's more so just like the uncomfortable tension. Like that's what I don't want. Like that's why I didn't like hereditary. Cause it was like, this movie is just trying to make me feel uncomfortable and I don't want to feel uncomfortable um yeah anyways i i have a lot of problems <laughs> <laughs> um are there, are there any other indies that are on the horizon that you're looking forward to we kind of went off track because you brought up uh that m game mundane or or however you undone. Undone.
4: yeah um i mean there's a lot i have a lot of my uh steam wish list i always make sure like i wish list things but when I was going through them earlier, cause I have a article on Prima of like games to add to your wish list, I'm looking through them. A lot of them don't have a release date. Okay. So I, I would say that all of those games on that list are ones I'm looking forward to, but it's hard to say. Cause like, I don't know when they're going to be out.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, yeah. Like the ones that I was for sure of were like um, five nights of Freddy's um, eldest souls, longest road on earth. Luna's fishing garden looks really cute. I like that. Um, and then there's another one called when the night comes also into that
0: but okay i'll have to check out that list and see see so have you played all the five nights at freddy's games Mm -hmm. are you you're a fan yeah okay knowing
2: (laughs) before yeah
0: knowing what you know now about my particular taste do you think that game is too scary for me because todd really wants me to play it but i'm like i don't know if i can
3: I think it might be too much for him. I do think it might be too much for him. Uh, yeah. Because of like the, the audio cues that come out when they're on the side, like, you know, when they pop out on the sides or even when they if they get you, it's like that, that that little flash jump scare. But that game crept up on me. I I really, really enjoyed my time with that game. And uh, I was not expecting. I was like, I'm, not, I'm just going to try this out and see if I like it. And I ended up like just like, playing through it. I loved it.
0: Yeah, because they're all on Game Pass now, which is great. Yeah. Like, if you never if you never played Five Nights Freddy's and you have an interest, you can and you have Game Pass. I don't know if they're on PC Game Pass, but I know they're on console Game Pass. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've I've I downloaded the first game, and it's just sitting there. And I'm like, do I do this? Do I have to wait for it to be like a very bright day out and play it like in the morning with a cup of coffee? I don't
3: think that matters. I think the problem is, is you don't move. So I think that you, that might be where you have an issue because you can't just like run or something. You just, if if you get caught, you get caught, you know? And- yeah.
0: See, but that also,
4: yeah. Like, you don't like the tension. That one is a, definitely a tense game because you're, you know, you're managing your resources. So you're flipping between like looking at the camera to checking like left and right and managing all your resources. So that plus the risk of the jump scare where they just come at your face That might be a lot. Like the first time I played it, it what it did get me at first, and then slowly as you played, I think you like build up a tolerance and you kind of get used to it. Mm -hmm. But that first jump scare, I think, will definitely be like, (laughs) will get you.
0: I do. So I do have a charity stream coming up soonish. Maybe I'll make one of the higher tier. Like if we get to this number, I'll switch to like playing Five Nights at Freddy's. We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll put that as like a high higher end tier to really punish myself if people donate. Oof, yeah, I'm not not <laughs> I don't know why I just said that on the podcast because I don't want anyone to hold me to that.
3: Now you have to it. I'm gonna be saying that the whole time now.
0: Um a few other games that are coming out or I think I think supposed to be coming out this year, or at least have at some point been said coming in twenty twenty one, um, that are kind of on my radar that I'm excited about. Uh, A Space for the Unbound, which I first discovered that game during your IO Direct that you did. Um, That game.
4: That makes me so happy to hear. I'm so glad because all those games that I showed, I just I love. I can't believe. Oh, my goodness. I need to go through my Steam list because there's like over 100 games on there. I swear to God. Mm. But yes, that game.
0: Yeah, that game looks looks really good. Like it looks gorgeous. The like the the idea and concept behind it is great to me. Um, so that like that's something kind of low key on my radar. Um, there was another game from the IO Direct that came out recently when the past was around. That has been something I need to I need to check out. That's on my I think it's on Switch. I think it's on my Switch wish list right now. I think I think I need to I need to get into that soon because that. Looks really good to me. I, I was a big fan of that as well. Um, but 12 minutes, we, we brought up. Obviously, I think most people are
2: excited about that. It's more of a higher. Um, I don't know if this has a date for this year. But I. What I, super ah. relaxing like it has it. I was surprised
0: at how well that game kind of told its story with zero dialogue just because you're like the ba- basic premise is you're playing as this character that you never see or never hear or never that never speaks in any way or or any, you know, dialogue windows, but you're moving through their life by unpacking their belongings in their next place that they live in and it's just the stuff that they bring with them between places throughout their life and whatnot and stuff they leave behind it's just I don't know I really enjoyed that game I feel like that's a game that could with zero dialogue make me cry somehow at the end of it so I'm really looking forward to to that whenever it comes out Stray, um, which I feel like probably isn't going to come out this year but I think it still has a 2021 uh, Tag on it, but that I don't I don't need to know anything else about that game. It's just future with robot humans and cats. And sure, I want to play as a cat. So very much sign me up for that game. Um a game that was like not on my radar until recently. I think they still have a, a Kickstarter up, but unbeatable. I don't know if you've seen this game. This game looks phenomenal. Like it's such a good concept, and the art is so fantastic. Uh, and the music is really good. Like everything about that game is like, this is, this is like feeding to everything I like. It has rhythm elements. It has like light adventure elements, gorgeous art, great music. It it looks phenomenal, but I don't think that's coming out this year. I think they, I think they may have said that it's not coming out this year, but
4: no, I think the Kickstarter just launched recently. So I don't think it'll be out this year, but it definitely, it's still up on Kickstarter. I definitely think that people should check it out. You know, it's worth it, worth backing. I think it surpassed its goal, too, like less than a day, yeah, maybe a little bit over, like a couple, no, less than a day, for sure.
0: Pretty quickly. I think there's two games on Kickstarter right now that are both, I think, surpassed their goal in Mm. doing really well, but Spirit Swap is the other one, which is like another game, kind of feeding to my interests, good music, good art, a nice, uh, you know, match three game, so sign me up put me on the list for both of those I'm very very excited Um, another game that was shown off or at least the first time that I saw it was during the Indie World Direct uh, Hindsight which is a Annapurna game that looks like uh, kind of like cel-shaded type graphics like comic booky it looks really gorgeous to me Uh, I believe this like the, the narrative of the game is you're just playing like through the life moments of this woman so you're kind of just like playing from her childhood up through her adult life in these like little segments um, but I don't know it's I, I feel like I very rarely dislike an Annapurna game and this game looked really interesting to me so I it's it's on my radar for sure definitely something I'm excited for Um, and then I'm just looking at my list I have like just a running list of indie it's games
3: sacred. Forget about Skatebird. Skatebird? I need yeah. I need that game in my life.
0: Did you play it at PAX or no? No. Did you play it, Mike? I, f- I thought one of us played it at PAX.
1: Mm, I don't think I did.
0: Hmm. I could have sworn. Maybe you know what? It might have been at the at the like smaller part of the indie mega booth where Emily is away three was. Because I remember I must have just been watching somebody play it because I could have sworn one of us played it. Um I don't know. I don't know. Skatebird is on your radar i don't don't know i don't know about that one
3: yeah i mean i I haven't really looked into too much of what's coming up for indies this year because i uh yeah i just haven't i think raptor boyfriend actually i kind of part of me actually wants to really play that game too because it takes place in the 90s and i kind of like the animation on that and everything but i don't know those are the only two that minus the ones you've already mentioned that like stand out to me
2: yeah what about you mike anything on your radar for indies this year no you hate. Why do you hate indies so much, Mike?
1: Yeah. Um, well, what makes you think indies would be special enough for me not to hate them? Because I I hate a lot of things. I I would argue I hate most things.
2: That's true. You do. I I would agree with that. You hate most things. Yeah. So. Name one thing that I, you love, Mike.
1: Um, uh, at least one of my cats.
0: Okay. Which one? There. The one that threw up on the other one, or the other one—the one that got thrown up on.
1: Uh, the one that got thrown up on.
0: The one that got thrown up on is the one that you like.
1: Yeah, the other one's a dick. <laughs> is
0: which is the one that that uh likes to go to the bathroom on your bathroom floor. The one is that I the love thro- love. the one that you love. Yeah. Oh, Mike throws that. Mike throws the love I'm word letting, there.
1: Obviously, I'm letting her like use my shower to use the bathroom i must at least tolerate her oh
2: uh, <laughs> i i, and then, I get and then that if
1: though.
3: we ever get if we ever get Song this year which i i don't see that coming this year but you know that's probably like my most anticipated but
0: i still I need to see that i still need to finish hollow Knight. i don't i'm not i'm not the hollow Knight stand that everyone else is i don't i don't know <laughs> It's if not you bad. step away
3: from that game and go back to it, though, it's very confusing. I know? think that's just my little problem. Little is I, yeah.
0: I took a extended uh, absence from that game when I tried to go back to it. I was like, I have no idea where yeah, I am. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: So, and I'm like, I don't really want... Because I feel like I'm halfway through the game. And I'm like, I really don't want to start this game over. I just don't have time. I'd rather just finish right. Ori and the Will of the Wisps because Ori's so good. Uh, I think there was one more game that i wanted to mention and it was canon the bridge of spirits i think that game just looks gorgeous um i hope it still comes out this year that would be the i don't have a ps5 yet but i feel like that would be the thing that would make me get a ps5 is that game similar to how todd's very excited about uh returnal
3: i love that like i was like been dying to play returnal and everyone's like i don't know it doesn't look like it could be and now everyone's praising it. i'm like yes i mean that's a that's a good thing right there yeah that's uh I need that in my directly in my veins right now. I'm so uh, mad that everyone gets to play that.
0: I'll wait for your uh, opinion if it's too scary. Cause like, it seems like it has a lot of scary elements and I don't
3: think it, I, I think it'll be fine. I think it's more about like this frantic gun battles and you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be another one of those roguelikes that I'll be like 50 hours into it and still haven't beat it. You know, it's, it's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be super tough. Yeah. Uh,
0: I just think it's funny that you're like super into Roguelites all of a sudden.
3: I know, man. It's What got me? Oh, Dead Cells got me into Roguelites.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal game. The the last bit of stuff that I wanted to bring up before we wrapped things up today was kind of out of nowhere, Nintendo partnered with Fujifilm to make an app that works with the Switch and your phone to send your screenshots from your Switch to be printed out via the, I think they're called Instax printers is the name. Um, they'll be dropping like a limited edition Pikachu covering case bundle for for one, or I believe there's uh, a, a couple different models that will work with the app if you don't want to buy that bundle or if you already have one. Um, but I thought this was interesting because it's kind of like a spiritual successor to the Game Boy printer, which something i never had growing up but i always wanted I, I always thought the commercials for that were like very enticing and i knew a lot of people that had them but i never had one because i don't know i just didn't have one i didn't have disposable income and as a young child so that was at the mercy of whatever my parents or whoever were buying things for um but i kind of i kind of like the concept that they're they're rolling this out and obviously you can do it with i think you can do it with any screenshots on your switch it's not just for pokemon snap but it's really smart of them to kind of pair this with the launch of Pokemon Snap. I don't know if anyone has any strong opinions about this kind of seemingly out of nowhere peripheral uh, that they're.
3: I'm, I'm not hundred percent. I'm buying it, but I'm not. I have zero interest. I'm just getting it for Liam. But like, I think he's gonna like love that. Like the whole idea behind that, he's gonna obsessed with that but i have z- i will never touch that game i have zero interest in that
2: game yeah
0: well you can do it with any screenshots like you could print out your animal Crossing. which is cool yeah oh yeah i
3: didn't even think about that yeah i'll probably go to town on that i'll probably pro- it'll probably get me back into animal crossing to be honest with you
0: that's cool what about you morgan do you have any strong opinions about this either way
4: uh yes i'm really looking forward to pokemon snap that was one of my favorite games growing up so i'm very I'm excited really, to yeah yeah, uh, check it out and also see if Desmond is interested in it. Because he likes taking screenshots just on the Switch in general. Like, my Switch is just full of random screenshots. It's very... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm really definitely planning to get that photo printer just because I think the idea is really cool. It's really cute, the little Pikachu case that you can get with the right. special edition. And, mm-hmm. yes, I don't know. just It appeals to me. It's so it's so cute.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I like the- it. I like the concept of it a lot. I hope I can get the Pikachu one. I feel like that's going to be a very hard to get item, unfortunately.
3: I know. Um, I'm know. i like stressed out about it already.
0: Yeah. But at least like as like a consolation prize, at least it will work with other versions of just like yeah. normal Fuji film uh, in stacks printer. So there's at least that, that going for it. If you can't really find the Pikachu one. Um, but it's, it's a really cool concept and I, I like the idea. I think I'll probably mostly use it for animal crossing. I think. It'll just be fun to take little screenshots and kind of print them out, and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll like I don't know, make like a bulletin board type frame and like put up up stuff. I I like the idea. I saw a tweet that I I'm pretty sure was like super viral by the time I saw it. That was someone basically saying like, oh, think about this. This is a game changer. You could, you know, be playing your friend in Smash, beat them screenshot the end of the match and literally hand them their loss right then and there and i'm like this is actually kind of amazing like yes like give me some crazy nonsensical reasons to print out pictures absolutely (laughs) um i looked at the film the film is like unfortunately like more expensive than my brain wants it to be it's like a pack of 20 for you know whatever like i don't know i don't know how much money it was but when i looked at like how much it broke down per picture i was like this is like not maybe it won't go crazy with taking pictures and printing them out, but I'm very excited for it. Like, I don't know. I need to now think about where I'm going to put these because I would like to have like a nice little area where I can just kind of stick them up. I think bulletin board makes the most sense and just kind of like rotate out pictures and stuff. I think in the in the trailer or uh, in the on the website, they have like people putting them on the back of their phone. I don't know if I would do that, but. I'm loving it. I'm I'm very excited for this. I'm sure you'll find people on Etsy that will, like, take pictures of stuff and then, like, put the, Amigo they'll, like, make them into Amoebom. The, yeah, yeah, basically. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of cool things to come from that. I- I'm excited. It, it It's honestly going to probably make me go back and play a lot of games on my Switch that I've beaten just because, like, I feel like I could probably take some really cool pictures in Breath of the Wild that I want to print out. Like, just little things like that. Even,
3: even like, Sayonara Wild Hearts, too. Would be oh, great my God. Good. I didn't
0: even think so. about that. Yeah, crap! I'm gonna spend a lot of money on film for this thing. I'm gonna have a lot of dumb <laughs> pictures everywhere. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna end up getting like a, a fo- like a photo album. Like I'm gonna have a photo album.
3: <laughs> it's a good idea. I mean, I, I don't think that's a bad idea.
0: No, it's not. Crap! I'm gonna spend so much money on this. I'm just now. I'm in real time realizing how much money I'm gonna spend on this because at first I was like, oh, it will be cool. Like I'll print out some stuff and I'll have a little like little little bunch of them." But now I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, no. No, I'm going down a, down a rabbit hole right here. Uh, does this do anything for you, Mike? Are you excited about this? Eh,
1: not really. <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: Jesse in the chat just said, Brendan about to have wallet sizes of his Animal Crossing children. I mean, I'll at least have one picture of me with each of my villagers, plus just standalone shots of my villagers, because why not? Damn it! I'm really gonna have like a full photo album of and anim- just Animal Crossing. I'm gonna end up having to have like a separate bookshelf in here. That's like here's my photo album of Animal Crossing, and here's my photo album of Birth of the Wild and Sign Our Wild Hearts. And oh, I really we don't like even have family
3: general. photo albums. We just have like <laughs> like you know. <laughs> I
0: have like no real physical pictures, just because I, I I don't. The thing that I love about this is that I never had a Game Boy printer, and I never had access to like doing this at Blockbuster when the original Pokemon Snap came out because they were you the ability to print out your pictures then uh, at a local Blockbuster so like having this ability now as an adult with disposable income I'm I'm living my childhood dream right now and I'm going to be printing out a lot of things I might even <laughs> just figure out a way to I don't know if this is a setting on there or I, I don't even know if it's a setting in the Switch screenshots but I'm going to make everything like black and white and sepia tone and have like you know have some artsy ones
3: buying this for liam and he's not even going to get to use it and i'm like no yeah <laughs> right? you're
0: you're going to go through a lot you've got to be careful with him using he's going to go through a lot of of film
3: oh yeah definitely well, I, I bought amanda one of those cameras a long time ago um it was like the it comes it basically comes out the same way it's like it's like a little box camera they're, they're nothing yeah. special but they take like those pictures and I remember we went through the camera, the, the film pretty quickly. And I, are they like it, good
0: quality Polaroids? Like, are they good
3: pictures? Yeah, they're not bad. I, I, I feel like it depends. Like some of them came out really good. Some of them came out a little iffy. Um, I, It really depends. I don't know if the that that camera is the same one as some of the ones that are some of the other printers, though. It could be different. So I don't really know.
0: This is actually a really funny thing to me. <laughs> it's Sapphire Jade in the chat said imagine future generation pulling out fucking pictures like what is this shit and it's like you go oh this is a 30 old video game that I have a photo album of like that's gonna be <laughs> like I'm gonna like it's gonna be like storage bin in my basement and some like I don't know my nephew when he's like 27 is gonna be like going through my stuff looking for old video games or something and he's gonna pull this out thinking it's like pictures of me or something and no it's just a photo album. like I have I have physical pictures of Navi my cat and I ha- and I'm going to have physical pictures of like my animal crossing children. That's <laughs> that is who I am as a person. I have a problem. Anyways, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Unless there was anything else that you wanted to mention about Indies or Pokemon camera or Pokemon snap Morgan, otherwise.
2: um,
4: yeah, uh, I guess I would just mention there's a lot of interviews that I've been doing on Prima with Indies. Um, I forgot one I needed to mention, which is Undying. I think that one's coming out this year, and that one's like a zombie adventure game um, that's probably gonna also make me cry. I love it. Love games that make me cry. <laughs>
2: um,
4: <laughs> yeah, not- lots of uh, lots of indie interviews, and then um, Jesse and Lucas have also been doing like a lot of really great features there as well. So
0: nice. Well, love yeah, them. let's t- let's take this time. Uh, as we wrap things up for you to plug anything you want to plug plug all all your social stuff or you know Prima stuff whatever you want to throw out there into the ether take the time now to plug all the things
2: uh
4: (laughs) yeah I mean PrimaGames.com lots of cool stuff on there lots of indie interviews probably more indie interviews coming um I just have a batch of them that I need to get through um and tetris all tetris on twitter so weird things that i post there i
0: i feel like like outside of like the big cheeses of the world and other like tetris centric people that i follow i feel like i see a lot of your tetris posts get scooped up by a lot of other gaming people so i feel like you're doing really good work over there you're putting you're putting out smart smart things which is which is great to see
4: Thank you, that makes me really happy. Tetris is gonna have something announced, I think, in June that's gonna be kind of strange and interesting. So that's something to look out for as well. I can't talk about it, but um it's it's an interesting collaboration for sure that I hmm. think people aren't gonna be expecting. Like even more strange, I feel like, than the Tetris makeup that they had done. This is this is even weirder, but it's it's yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So if you love Tetris and you want to see something weird June around June time is when we start promoting it. So it's my little teaser.
0: (laughs) Love it. Do you have anything specific coming up on Prima or that you just put up on Prima other than things you've already mentioned that you want to promote or.
4: Um, I mean, I just recently did an interview with the dark side detective team. Um, that one's up. Another one with the Undying, like a composer for Undying. I've done so many interviews, but they're all really, really good. I I feel like the answers that they give me back are just really informative and give me like a better idea of of all these interesting, unique games. Um, Mm -hmm. I love doing interviews. Um, Yeah, I feel like it's hard to say because it's like it changes all the time of like what I'm planning to do during the week. Of course, yeah. But I mean, there'll be indie coverage in general for the rest of the year so love it always love see it.
0: and and uh all of you ever is it every friday that you do the prima kind of weekly wrap-up stream where the three of you sit down and chat about what's been going on
4: every friday at 5 30 p.m eastern time at uh twitch.tv slash prima games
0: Oh yeah definitely check definitely check that stuff out but i do want to just take the time right now to say like again thank you again so much morgan for joining us uh it's been it's been a very big pleasure of mine having you on i'm sure uh todd and mike share those opinions even though mike's got devil horns on right now or some sort of (laughs) demon Mm -hmm. horns um but yeah I, i this is this is definitely not the last time that we'll see you on the show and other things i'm sure um there's definitely some Pax panels coming up now that Pax East is turned into another Pax online of sorts. So, I'm sure we'll have have some interesting things to share soon. I would be I would be yeah, I won't say anything else, but there's definitely some other things cooking in the background that I'm sure will get you involved in. That'll be a good time. Um As always, you can find all of our stuff at PastTheController.io. You can find me at Room. You can find Todd at toddy underscore by underscore nature. And you can find Mike at underscore mycopath. And again, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 255. And thank you again, Morgan, for joining us on this episode.